0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. On today's show, we have a very, very special guest, and I'm excited who's going to be joining us. He is the host of On the Rocks Radio Show, which you can watch and listen to every Thursday on at ontherocksradioshow.com, YouTube, and the Now Trending app, where we're on, um, where he chats with big names from God Film. TV, movies, I mean, Oscar, Grammy, Emmy, Tony Award winners, everybody he's had a cocktail with, at least a cocktail, one or two, (laughs) it's Alexander Rodriguez, is going to be on the show with us today, I'm super excited, we're going to talk all the celebrities, some of his favorite celebrity guests, Um, and all of that, we'll cover a little bit of Drag Race and a new celebrity TV show, we're going to get our opinions on this and see how we feel, so I hope you enjoy the show! (laughs) Hey, everybody. I am your host, Tony. I'm here with my other host, Bashy. Say hi, Bash. Hello. And Miss Mariam Dash. T is here putting on her face <laughs> again. Hello, everyone. And our very special guest today, Alexander Rodriguez from On the Rocks Radio Show. Hi, Alexander.
1: Hi, I'm putting my face on too.
0: <laughs> How are you doing today, this fine Saturday afternoon?
1: You know, it's Saturday. It's early in the day, so obviously I'm hungover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll hopefully be hungover later. What are you drinking? Oh,
1: just just vodka for the just morning. Vodka yeah. on oh, the rocks. To, that's it. You know, you don't want to mess it up with anything else. It's just a good plain Bloody pattern. Mary.
0: I got my Bloody Mary. <laughs> <There you go.
2: laughs>
0: so I'm excited to have you on the show because I've listened to your show on um, Now Trending, which we're on, um, and you've had some of uh, some really incredible guests on your show and. I love it because I'm a theater nerd, always have been, and you have some of my favorite theater people who have been on the show. And not just theater people, but just like legendary people from screen, film, everything, like all walks of life are on your show. And you get into questions with them that aren't your typical celebrity Kind of questions. It's more of a yes. drunken conversation <laughs> at a it bar really with it,
1: and it's great.
0: So, how did <laughs> On the Rocks get started? Like, how did the show come about, and all of that?
1: Um, I actually used to be uh, a business banker, so I worked for a corporate bank for really? a number of years. And, and yeah, like insane, so many years. I don't even want to say. Uh, <laughs> but I went to um, like a like a movie release party, and one of the actresses and I got super drunk as usual um and so we shut the place down and she says you know i just bought a radio station i'm like oh are you from steel magnolias like she just bought a radio station right (laughs) okay clary and and she said you should come in and you know do some sample episodes well i wouldn't shut the hell up and she's like okay time time um and that was six years ago and so i left banking and now this is what i do
0: wow and you do this full time like this is this is what you do And you do the show, yeah. it comes out every Thursday. You do it live too, don't you?
1: Yeah, we do it live on Tuesday because that way you get the celebrities drinking and they can't take anything back uh, because we tried it not live. and then Their PR rep would call and be like, you have to cut this and this and that. And I'm like, well, then it's a five minute show. Yeah, you want the good stuff. The audience wants to see the That's good exactly stuff. It. Like, exactly is. Like, I want to know what co-stars have the worst BO. I want to know who's the quad <laughs> case. I want to know all of this stuff.
0: I love that. The other thing too is, um, you had the a TV, a TV show. The host of the LA TV's uh, Glitter Bomb. Were you, you were doing yes. that too for a while? Yeah,
1: yeah. So we did one season of that. That was the first ever national LGBT Latinx based a TV show. Yeah. And it was um it was like a talk show with with Latinos. Um <laughs> but I think they saw through I'm the worst Latino. I'm like brown on the outside, white on the inside. I'm a Twinkie, right? Me too. Uh, <laughs> I can't even order a del Taco. I'm like, I'm like uh, so can I, I get a burrito?
0: It. Is that how you say it, yeah. A burrito, a testada. <laughs> That's
1: exactly right. What's a quesadilla? Give me a quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> um uh but we were on the air. We were the first gay show for this network. It's a national network. I don't think they knew what to do with us. We were around for a season. We had a great first season. But I think um, I think they weren't ready for a whole gay show yet.
0: Oh, really? Uh, They were like, I don't know about this.
1: They could like we had like our production meetings were literally teaching them our phrases, you know, even in terms of camera shots. It's like we need a RuPaul camera shot. You can't stick a camera (laughs) from from up. No. Uh, no. no, 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 no. The gays won't
0: have it. <laughs> <laughs> so for On the Rocks, I mean, you have had a lot of different celebrities on. Um, a lot of reality show, TV people, film, music. Who has been some of your favorite guests? Because there is a long roster of people you got to to um, interview, and I know you've had a couple of our like um, um, friends of the show, like Eddie Danger's yeah. been on, Christina yeah. Bianchi's <laughs> been on, yeah. So, who have been some of your your favorites?
1: You know, it's it's like apples and oranges because I've been so blessed to have so many different genres that I that I get excited about. When I was uh, growing up, I didn't have friends my age because I just didn't fit any kind of box. So, entertainment was my best friend. I watched libraries of black and white films. For, uh, th- those were my summers. I watched sci-fi. Reality TV is something I'm addicted to, so I've had a little, um, you know, piece from each one of those genres on the show. So to say your favorite, it's it's so difficult because I'm such a fan of classic Hollywood, you know, the old black and white yeah. films. But I'm also a Bravo TV whore, you know, just like anything. <laughs> Housewives, Housewives of Dollar Store, I'm in. Like I will watch that. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and and of course, you know, the the, the RuPaul world. Love yeah. having a, a drag queen on um so it just you know it just it's so different as to who your favorite is It, it it's so hard it's like sophie's choice you know yeah. like what kid you're gonna give up
0: <laughs> how about um some of your highlights like some of the interviews that have really stuck with you over over the time because you are over like 200 episodes at this point like you've yeah yeah it's incredible that it's been it's been going and it's a lot of work with people don't understand <laughs> it's a lot of work that's yeah. it
1: You know, in this whole quarantine, everybody's like, I'll have a podcast. And you're like, oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) You're like, good luck. (laughs) Yes. And there's like do you have any quick tips for a podcast? I'm like, bitch, there's no quick tip. It is hard work. And you know this, it's not just doing the show, which does take energy. It's organizing the show. It's the outlines. It's booking the guests. It's the marketing. It's the the social media. All of that. That's what takes so long. Mm -hmm. And what I love about my show, like you said, is I ask questions that are outside the box because we've seen these people do the same interviews over and over. It's like, you know what what does it feel like to win an Oscar? What what the hell do you think it feels like? What am I going to say? It felt terrible. I would love it if they were like
0: it was the worst moment of my life.
1: There you go. Right? And so, the more research you do, the more fun questions you yeah. can have. Like, talk to them about playing the trumpet in high school, you know? And they're like, <laughs> oh my God, how did you know that?
0: Exactly. Um,
1: so, it, it, But it is a lot of work. We did hit over 200 episodes uh, last month, which I'm so proud of. Wow. Uh, but some of the highlights are some of the surprises. We had Shirley Jones on, and she's an old MGM. Ooh, I love actress. Music Man. Hello. Oh, Music I Man love. Carousel, Oklahoma.
0: I know. Um, I was obsessed with her as a kid. <laughs>
1: Those are uh, the records that I grew up uh, yeah. listening to on my mom's old you know, record player. That was those were my best friends were those albums. Um, so to have her in studio, I was I was so scared because I wanted to be careful with her. You wanted to show respect. Mm. Right. She came in. She was so down to earth. Uh, she has two martinis every day at 4 p.m. Strong martinis. <laughs> so she sat back. She drank. She told amazing stories about Frank Sinatra, Gordon McRae. Um, She talked about sex. She was so um, intimate. Yes. And that was such a shock to me. And to hear some of these stories, she had to audition for Oklahoma, which was her very first film. She had to audition with the orchestra that was playing the Broadway show of Oklahoma. And she had been given the sheet music two hours before. So not only what? was her audition with two hours preparation, she had to do it with a full the orchestra. Whole thing. The whole thing. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here yeah, we go. Also. <laughs> talking about nerves. That's right. making me stress <laughs> out just <laughs> listening to it. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I'm like, uh, um, you know, I, I can't even do karaoke. Like, it makes me anxious. <laughs> oh. Um, but gosh. then she was telling us about
0: uh,
1: she was talking about carousel, which is the movie she made with Gordon McCrae. Yeah. Frank Sinatra was the original Billy Bigelow. Mm-hmm. He was so infatuated, he was having an affair with Ava Gardner, and mm-hmm. he heard that she was. Uh, flirting and meeting with some other gentlemen, he left set in the middle of filming Carousel. He had already filmed some of the soundtrack or recorded some of the soundtrack. And he just, he left, he disappeared. So she had to call Gordon McRae, who she had done Oklahoma with. And she says, hey, we need a Billy Bigelow tomorrow. He says, you know what? I need five days because he had to go on a crash diet. He showed up and they did Carousel.
2: Dang. Oh my God. See, Can you a the... diet in those days? I yeah. Like, what <laughs> yeah. kind of pills were you taking? Exactly like, oh the Judy Jeez. Garland pills. I know. <laughs> and if you
0: watch the movie Judy that just came out, they kind of yeah. cover that. And I was like, God, they fucked her over bad. I yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like go through that kind of transformation in five days. oh like, yeah, you also had healthy.
0: on your show <laughs> one of my favorites, who is in my absolute favorite of all time, as everybody knows, Lainey Kazan, who was in Beaches, who played Batman. Oh Lewis. my
1: God. <laughs> What are you, a camel? What are you, a camel? <laughs> yes. So I have to tell you about Lainey. I oh love her.
0: I absolutely you know, adore her.
1: Big hair, big personality. We had to pre-record uh, the show to fit her schedule. And I'm like, fine, fine, girl. So it's 1030 in the morning. We had to have bagels. We needed to have the whole schmear for her, right? She comes in like a tornado. Like everything you think she is, she is, you know? Yeah. Um, But so friendly, and her personal assistant was one of the hottest boys I have ever seen in my (laughs) life. (laughs) Um, But then she got arrested for shoplifting like three months later, so I don't know what the show did to her. Um, But again, her stories, you know, she was Barbara (sighs) Streisand's understudy in Funny Girl on Broadway. She did not have nice things to say about Barbara Streisand or Ethel Merman, who she sang with on... uh, the Dean Martin show, mm-hmm. she did a, a trio with Ethel Merman, Dean Martin and her. And Ethel Merman kept telling the tech to lower her, her mic uh so that she wouldn't be heard. <laughs> That was a that was a
0: great episode,
1: by the way,
0: when she was on. <laughs> she, yeah, I I love her because I'm a big. I, Beaches is my favorite movie of all times. But you've had a lot of Broadway people, and that those are the those are the episodes that I really tune into because you don't really get a lot of them on podcasts, especially right. like you had Carly Gibson, who I adore and think she is hilarious, who's in the black the guest book on TBS, or she was, um, and that, yes, oh, well, yeah. people. Go listen to that episode. It is a great episode. But
1: you go uh, from. It's such a fun episode. Oh, yeah. yeah she uh, was great. Sarah Boggis. I love Sarah was and, and little yeah, Mermaid. I saw her She's a fan of the opera. She did the sequel to Fan of the Opera, you know, and uh, she was in Into the Woods at Hollywood yeah. Bowl. But to just sit and be able to hear these stories firsthand. And to see how tiny everybody is, too. You know, we oh, see I them bet. bigger than life, and it's like, oh my god, you have to bend over, you know, to, to hug some of these
0: people. You had also Emma Hunton, who did um, originated the role of, in Freaky Friday here in San Diego at La Jolla Playhouse, which I saw yes. her in, um, and she's in one of my favorite shows of all time that nobody ever does, Mad Ones, um, and she is amazing, and she's one of the people that I'm like, she's so underrated. People don't know how great her voice is, and I was so she glad was she was on your Elf show. About yeah,
1: and she was the youngest alphabet, And we had her on right before she did good trouble on Freeform. Mm-hmm. Now they're two seasons in, yeah. and she's become a TV personality. Yeah. And it's so great to see a Broadway star take to TV um and, you know, expand and she talked about body positivity she talked about being your own person which is such an important message because she doesn't fit what you would think you know what what a TV blonde should look like and she goes and she she doesn't give a shit she's like "Ah!"
0: I know that's why I like I I follow her on social media (laughs) and I've listened to her and followed her career and I remember seeing her on Freaky Friday when she was really big on Broadway doing a lot of musical theater and then to see her go into TV was just I'm like good for you it's like yes a theater person translating into you TV and film. It's awesome. But yeah. And the other other interview that I really loved on yours when you had V. Neal from Face um, Face Off. Oh, oh that was such so a great episode.
1: Say, probably one of my favorite, favorite episodes. Yeah. So V. Neal for those. Um, she's been nominated um, eight times for Academy Award. Um, she's won three times. She did the makeup for Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, Pirates of the Caribbean, Hunger Games, Mrs. Doubtfire. And she one where it's like okay I'm gonna do the show let's do the show she had no airs she didn't have any ego you know she was on face off on on tv she sat, and i literally could have listened to her for hours and hours because she told the most amazing stories yeah. about robin williams tommy lee jones johnny depp and the whole behind the scenes of entertainment which i'm obsessed about that was one of my favorite favorite episodes
0: yeah she went into stories and she had no holds
1: bar like <laughs> It she from like, Tommy well, Lee Jones. Under, under the bus. bus. And <laughs> it up and yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I was sitting there. I remember when I first heard the episode. I was like,
1: oh, oh, I can't believe she just
0: said that. But yeah, she was. That was one of my favorite episodes and one of my favorite guests that you have had on. But your show, you just get a variety of people on, and for some reason, they just spill. <laughs> they get into everything.
1: Hey. It's the vodka. But you know what? I, what I like to do is, I like to put personalities next to each other that would never work together yeah. in their life. So we'll have like a Sally Kirkland next to a drag queen next to a porn star. And we just talk and we find out, you know, we all have the same passions. We all have the same wants, you know, and needs. It's just how we are in entertainment differently and how we go uh, uh, about that journey. But there's a lot of camaraderie in the industry. We just never get the opportunity to talk outside of our genres, you know? Yeah, that's For kind sure. of the
2: premise. For this show, as we have oh, yeah.
1: Miriam drying her eyeliner. Her with eyeline. a,
2: little mini- Arch is <laughs> a little trashier and a little a more little. of a train wreck,
0: <laughs> but hey, what I are like you gonna do? Makeup, well, Miss Mary MT, look at your eye. What is that
1: girl? She's got her Beyonce fan. Her know, hair right? in it. Beyonce fan for my no hair. Um,
0: <laughs> Alexander, where are you from originally? Like, where did you grow up? Orange, was it Orange County?
1: Born and raised in Orange County, I was one of the only Latino kids in private school. Had to deal with all that bullshit. You know, uh, I was raised by a single mom who worked three jobs to put me through private school. So we were the poorest family in the school. The only brown kid, right? The only other brown people around were cleaning the bathrooms so i had to fight all of that stigma growing up and then you know i liked boys i didn't like boys i love <laughs> boys <laughs> wow well, so try dealing with that in orange county yeah
0: and you were you, know, you did so. theater you you did a lot of theater didn't you yeah from from yeah. hearing the show you uh, always
1: <laughs> refer back to it which i love i, I you know I'm, i was a musical theater kid yeah. as every good gay boy was um I had a mom who drove me to dance rehearsals, voice rehearsals, all that. So I got to do shows outside of the school system oh, nice. uh, at a, at an early age. Um, and then I moved to L.A. and, you know, having to audition next to people who can really sing and who can, you know, fit in a size 28 <laughs> gene. I was like, bye, I'll go to banking. <laughs> you're
0: like, no, nope, that's not for me. Bye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but now look at you. Now you're interviewing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that funny I and i have to tell you what well, what got me into theater was being at that private school there was the christmas musical that they've had all the grades act in and i think it was as a joke they're like oh it was about this christmas alien that came from outer space and his name was gt the glad tidies alien <laughs> and they're like let's put the brown kid as the alien looking back how awful was that how right? was awful like, yeah, I'm, I'm the alien here Bitches on them. I stole the show and then I started acting.
0: <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. So as a theater theater fan, what are some of like your all-time favorite musicals? Cause I know on your show you talk a lot of theater talk and it's to yeah. me I love it because I'm a theater nerd. So
1: Evita is number one. I own the album in eight different languages. I even have the Evita album in Hebrew, believe it or not. Something about that musical because it's so dramatic, <laughs> it a diva. <laughs> Are you keeping up on
0: Patti Lapone? For some reason lately, she's been, especially since Hollywood came out, like her on Watch What Happens Live and her shadiness has been so good lately.
1: She has always been so outspoken. I have been a Patti Lepone fan since I was young. I would fly to whatever state she was in, and this is when she was doing Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. This is before she had her big kind of research Just Remember when she did Life Goes On that yeah. TV show? Yeah. So I would follow her in. Uh, Nobody remembers that show. Oh God, I do. I have the song on my on my playlist because was she it does the main that, kid Corey
0: like, or Cor- Corey right? Corky. Corky. Yeah, Corky. that's right. Oh, <laughs> that one. Yeah.
1: Oh, that bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Batch is like. Oh, now I'm I know. Sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but She would sing on the show and I would just lose it. But I went to Palm Springs to see her. She had been kind of not doing anything for a few years. And this was when I was young. Um, And I had written her so many fan letters and I drew a picture of Glenn Close singing <laughs> like a frog. And she must have loved that. So she yeah. invited my mom, my grandma and me backstage after her show. Uh, the assistant came out and said, is there an Alexander Rodriguez here? We'd like to invite you backstage. I was in her dressing room. I freaked out, I spilled water all over her makeup table, whatever. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and then I have a picture. My grandma had big hair, like big Palm Springs hair like this. She went over and she hugged Patty Lapone without her even saying anything. And we know, Patty doesn't like to be touched by uh-uh. strangers. We have this picture of Patty's nose and my grandma's big hair. Just like <laughs> my grandson loves you, he loves you. You should sing a duet with him. I'm like, oh my god, god. Grandma!
0: <laughs> I would have been mortified
1: if my grandma. Did oh, that. I was so mortified, and she was like, "Yeah, real cute. I'm better both."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have seen her in the new revival of Company that was in London, where they did the gender swap for Bobby, who was a, who was played by a girl. And I know it made it to Broadway, but because of everything that's happening with. COVID they shut it down right before it was like starting to pick up steam and I just saw an interview with her not too long ago when she where she talked about that experience doing company in London and how different it was being directed because she's done the show before um many being being directed this time by a woman and her playing the character she did um I would have I would have loved to have seen her in that like and that was I think the last the last um theater thing she has done since now that we're in quarantine.
1: Yeah, well and you know now she's busy being a Ryan Murphy and Queen. It's like I love Patty Lapone. I don't know if I need to see Patty Lapone in a sex scene by the way. Oh I know how weird was it, in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah but,
3: oh
2: remember that, <laughs> I forgot about that. I,
1: I know like, I was like, like back, why do I feel like I should Where be covering my Patty eyes? Bo- she, 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 it was so uncomfortable. But she
0: made that show. She was my favorite part of that show, Hollywood. That came out. She was so good in that, and she did such a great job. But um, who on the show have you not had yet that you would just pretty much shit your pants? Jessica Lang. Jessica,
1: Jessica Lang. Without a heartbeat, like give me some Jessica Lang. I'll even take a Sarah Paulson. You know, yeah. but, but Jessica yeah. Lang. And she hates doing uh, press um and then she got wrangled in to do some like skype uh interview that i watched on youtube and it was so uncomfortable because (laughs) you know that's just not her form some divas you know uh, that's just not her thing so as much as i would love to interview her i don't know what i would say or do i mean jessica lang
0: i know she's a legend legend yeah uh, I'd be like, can you just be Fiona for
1: the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, it. or like, like, let the do the name game. <laughs> the name game. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Who?
0: Um, I know you probably won't name names, but some of the guests you have on that that were probably a hard interview. I know we've had some that are like,
1: how yeah. How do you, you, you handle that? Never... Like,
0: how do you, you, you... get through it?
1: It's just maintaining what your brand is, never sacrifice what your brand is. If they're acting like a fool and not fitting what you're doing, it's, it's on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, I tried to modify the show to whatever they wanted to do or what their energy was, and that was just not a good thing. Tara Reed was a really I know hard I heard your stories about that oh <laughs> on the video.
0: She gave a story yeah. about her on on the airplane um and i was like oh it's so good though i love that Gigi oh my shit god celebrities i love all that <laughs> stuff. but yeah oh my god me too
1: um but hard uh interviews that i'm very honest about stand-up comics are really difficult really interviews um you know the the stereotype is they come from a darker place and mm-hmm. that is what i've seen to be true Without their shtick, they don't really know what to do. They don't want to talk about themselves, really. Um, We had a really bad incident, uh, the worst episode of our 200-plus shows. We had the actor, I forget what his name is now, John or Jack, but he was on the Mad TV show, but he was also on Saturday Night Live, and he was only on for one season. Either his PR rep didn't uh, prep him enough, but he came in. His attitude sucked. Uh, He would give one or two-word answers, and then like 20 minutes in, he's like, is this a fag show? (gasps)
0: <gasps> oh, yeah.
1: are you serious yeah
0: what did you say how did you react to that i would have been like okay bye well, i almost
1: spit out my vodka you know he was doing <laughs> such a bad job he he looked so dumb and i'm like oh, oh somebody wasn't prepped for this you know interview and then i tried to appeal to like his creative process and all that and i'm yeah. like i guess he doesn't have a creative process his creative process is just to be a dick but um <laughs> it was not a good interview at, at all but yeah. stand-up comics are, are are really tough
0: yeah yeah i like the other one of the other um people you've had on i think multiple times is Mindy's mindy sterling who i adore. oh i love mindy Mindy is so mindy. good yeah and i love her stories so... about her and her son because her son like, is my favorite character. i know you love yes. her <laughs> what's going on over there what are you doing miss mariam she looks it's a little sick. <laughs> She's bloody. I know. I like watching her process when she does this. It cracks me up. Yeah. Because the finished project, the, finish, the finished look is always like. I know. It's so Once good. Once in
2: a while, though, I check in and I'm like, what the fuck like is happening? She, I know. But then it's magic. 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 Drag but yes.
0: one of those. Huh? Go ahead, drag gets
3: Drag gets real ugly before it gets real pretty.
0: Yes, I'm finding that out. (laughs) But yes, Mindy Sterling on your show (laughs) has been great. And I love the story she tells about her son because they live together. And he's like 24 or something like that. And she's just so funny. And I love that she comes on and she just does not give a shit. (laughs)
1: She's hilarious, and for, for your uh, viewers who don't know, she uh, played Frau in uh, the Austin Powers movies. She's now on the Goldbergs. Yeah. She yeah. is one of the most down-to-earth people. She uh, you know, teaches at the ground lanes. Improv is her life. She's a single mom. Her Her son, Max, is such a sweetheart. He has autism which she speaks so openly about and some of the challenges and the mm-hmm. rewards. Uh, she's a two-time cancer survivor. Yeah. So when it comes to life, she really doesn't give a shit. She, yeah. she, she lives great it for stories. her own great story. She can drink anybody under the table with wine. <laughs> you go, whatever it's wine, wine, wine. And she's hilarious. <laughs> like how she is on the screen is really like how she is in person. She's yeah. so naturally funny um and a, has has become a really good friend
0: oh that is awesome okay so you've been doing you're over 200 episodes what has what is your favorite part of doing this your show and what is like the worst part of doing your show that you're just like oh
1: yeah because
0: i know, you know i have uh, mine I doing this show <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think the worst part is all the business part, you know, sending the asks, scheduling, yeah. uh, doing the social media. I hate doing social media, but it's such a necessity. No, um, but I'm such like a micromanager. If I have like an intern or somebody helping, I'm like, just get out of the way. I'm gonna do it right.
0: <laughs> I do that all the time to Rob, and he drives. He gets so mad. He's like, we're getting a divorce.
1: I'm like, that's fine. Bye. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, Robbie. <laughs> 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 um, but the best part of the show is just having conversations and hearing stories you haven't yeah. heard before. That's that's. I mean, I I love talking about entertainment so much. Like I said, whether it's a Bravo TV mm-hmm. show uh, or whether it's we're talking about you know an, an old MGM movie, I, I can't saturate enough of entertainment because no matter the actor or the reality TV personality, it's a struggle to be out in the public. It's yeah. not. There's no such thing as an overnight success. These people have worked really hard. To get where they are, to maintain where they are, and survive—like I, I call it the Bravo Bubble—when their 15 minutes of fame are over, there's a depression and there's mm-hmm. a struggle that happens. So, hearing some of the reality behind this, um, you know, it's it's so it's so good for us all to hear, yeah. Um, because we are, no matter if they've won an Academy Award or a Tony Award, they're just people just like us. Uh, you know, some some of them have peed the chair. In the studio, by the way. Oh, Who? Oh I want names. I want names. I want names. Bravo TV. Bravo TV. And she didn't even say anything, by the way. I don't she know if it's because it. she laughed too hard or because she got so drunk, but she literally left the studio after we took our pictures. And our engineer's like, Shh, somebody wet the chair. And it was like a puddle. I was like, Oh my god, girl. I won't say exactly who, but... but it's somebody You're actually up the TV. third guest
2: to have that very similar story on the yeah. show.
0: Yeah, we've had other <laughs> guests say that too.
2: Yeah.
1: I'll take that as a compliment, maybe? Yeah, yeah. so hard, they pee? That's a good thing. You made them laugh so hard,
0: they yeah. pee. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, like, right now, being in quarantine, where we're Stuck at home, what are some of your favorites, things you're watching on TV, YouTube, all of that? Like, what are you obsessed with right now?
1: You know, I, I kind of hit a wall last week because there's so much content. And it's all really good content, but it become it can become oversaturation, like like too much chocolate, right? Um, so I hit a wall where it's like I wasn't being affected anymore by really good content. So I've taken a break and I, I've started reading. Stephen King came out with a new book. But before that... Um, of course, I watched Hollywood. What's I book? fell into the trap of t- uh, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like grinder with pages. You're like, okay. oh wait, next.
2: Wow. Same amount of flipping. Yes.
1: First <laughs> <Versus> flip. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, um,
0: but I do understand that. I mean, it not is little saturated. Yeah. There's so many new TV shows and. YouTube stuff and everything to watch. But I feel like it's going to slow down at some point because they're not producing yeah. anything new. No. Like there's no, yeah, it's going to be weird. I know. Cause there's a lot of stuff that comes out. The, it was weird because May is usually the time when we start getting the new TV shows. They start promoting because it's pilots. See all of that for what's coming in the fall. None of that this year. So there's really like, what are we, what are we going to look forward to? What new TV shows? Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: well, and and they're moving um, a lot of projects that were slated to later. They're moving up. Like I think Discovery on CBS Access is going to come out earlier. Snowpiercer yeah. with TNT, uh, I think, comes out uh, on the 17th, but it wasn't that scheduled until
0: June. That is such a good well, movie. Well, so
1: this is the TV show. Yeah, they turned it's it into a in TV, TV show. Yeah, you had Alex on your last episode. Yeah, yeah, good. and so yeah. TNT sent me the season, so it was it was fun to watch that. How Jennifer is it? Conley is in it good? Jennifer Conley's is in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> Your face said it off. You don't need to say anything. Your face said it
1: all. <laughs> I'm going to pull that trick or I just freeze. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to
0: pull a Maryam T and just freeze in place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that you bring up the TV shows because there is a new show coming out. I think Netflix is doing it with um, um. it's called Social Distance and I, it's the, the producer of Orange is a New Black. And the whole show, everything's done remotely from the director is directing all of the cast remotely. The cast is filming themselves at home. Everything's Ugh. doing it remotely. Like, and I'm oh. like...
2: I hate it already. I know. I know. That like, yeah. Wait, is it like a giant Zoom call or is there actually going to be scenes and stuff That's that we're what supposed curious- to... Well, there, it's, from
0: what I read, it's, there, it's a scripted show but it goes. It's at. It's of quarantine. What's happening now? And it's a story that's okay. taking place within the atmosphere of being quarantined and social distancing. Okay. Yeah. It
3: might well, hate it. Send it back. <laughs> I don't accept the receipt. I don't want any part of it.
1: And it's funny because studios are saving so much money. They're not having to pay for lodging. Travel, I know.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Star trailers. They're not having to do any of that, and Which they're getting all this cheap. It. Uh, content
0: yeah yeah uh, i don't know, I know. how i, I feel was, about that
2: i was thinking about the same thing though because i don't know if i've just been completely removed but i haven't heard any major new songs coming out either i think the music industry has kind of taken a breath i
0: mean lady gaga pushed her album back i mean what the but there was a thing that lady gaga and the um what is her name i can't remember her name grande ariana grande oh. there are ariana? New singles. <laughs> yeah. i'm like what is her name
1: Irene oh Grande is her Real name. Grande. God,
0: sometimes my brain just is like old man brain. Jesus that's Christ, okay. I'm like the girl with the ponytail. What's her name? I don't remember her name.
1: <laughs> it's fun to forget. It's okay. Still but their free.
0: single, they have a new single coming out that's supposed to drop, I think, next week. So I'm curious about that. That'll be interesting. Your
1: whole voice is manufactured. You know, I, I think know. it's easy to program that in. <laughs>
0: It's a robot. She's on, really Brittany. a robot.
1: Come on, Britney. <laughs> <that, say> <laughs> but Brittany's
0: Insta, we talked about this on another show. Her Instagram, she is kookumagoo, magoo, and I love it. I love it. She's I'm it's amazing. Hi. I am a little worried. I'm yeah. worried for her, but I mean, how many? She's gone she's crazy before and she came through it. So. Yeah.
1: She'll yeah. come out with new albums. She'll be yeah, fine. But I love with social media, like Leslie Jordan, who's been a oh, pride pioneer before him. it was cool, his social media. Uh, oh, cool. He he reached like a million uh, three months ago, and now he's three point five million followers on Instagram. It's is crazy. So
2: he's good so good him, at though. It, too.
1: He's amazing. Yeah, he's hilarious, and he's just doing what what he does. He's not trying to do anything. This is who he is. Yeah, and you know he's had a rough journey of being himself. Yeah, and he's yeah. Uh, you know we're, we're in Pride season. He's such a great example of somebody that comes from the past of pride who is still making a name for himself yeah. by maintaining his brand and being who he really is. Yeah. Right.
2: And I, so I think well like some people, social media is super annoying, but he's somebody that knows how to do it as an art form.
1: Yeah. And it's just Wait. so
2: fucking funny. I mean, like everything so he does is just so good. Yeah. Uh, I, I
0: was. Yeah. I'm happy to see like him, get the recognition now and get like a platform and start blowing up. And I hope great things happen for him because I think he is so funny and so good. And he's in Sorted lives. One of my, one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Yep. Um, and. Do you want to hear
1: like a little fun fact? So he won the Emmy playing, um, Beverly Leslie on will and grace. Did you know that that role was written for Joan Collins as a guest spot. Uh, But Joan Collins didn't want her wig to come off because there was a fight and the wig was gonna have to come off. And she's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. They bring in Leslie (laughs) Jordan for a women's role, not only does he nail it, but then he, he becomes him? part of the history of the show. Yeah,
0: and it's the scene where Karen and him get oh, in a God. fight in the bathroom over Rosario, yeah. and they rip each yeah. other's wigs off. I remember that. It <laughs> yes. oh
1: Can you imagine Joan Collins doing it? No, I girl. mean,
0: come on! You'd want to see Joan Collins get her wig <laughs> of ripped <course>. off.
1: <laughs> when I saw her in American Horror Story, I almost oh, like I was so wet good. my pants. Talk about wetting your pants. <laughs> so good.
0: <laughs> oh man! But that brings up another thing. I was was talking to you guys earlier about another new show coming out it's called celebrity watch party and the show is um a show of ce- where you watch celebrities watching tv oh it's like goggle box oh, thank okay. you bashy it's goggle box me. like the
1: uk has i'd Wait, rather go ahead the, the, there's that show on bravo tv that was around for five years called the people's couch yeah emerson collins from uh, del shore Sorted lives world um, did it and uh, they did it for like for five years, but you it was said. brought over from the UK and it was people mm-hmm. watching TV and making funny comments, yeah. but that was celebrities. And talk yeah. about the cheapest show that you could make, you have to produce like a new show.
0: God, I'm like, it's that's so lazy, but it's see, like
2: enraging.
0: But the thing, difference with Gogglebox that the UK has, it's regular people. So you see regular yeah. people watching TV, which I'd rather watch like my neighbors or something watching TV that have no idea and like just unscripted, doesn't really give a shit what they say, yeah. <laughs> just says it. But I don't know how I now, feel about watching celebrities watching TV.
1: Real celebrities or like RuPaul celebrity drag race celebrities. No,
0: it's like they have oh, um yeah. Rob Lowe at watching TV with his two sons. Raven Simone was one I know exactly. <laughs> Fall asleep, honey. So, man, I mean, it's not like would you call them? They're celebrities, but not like
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 But everybody but you they, they the- killed to watch Meryl Streep watching Tiger King like See, that would that be amazing, amazing. Would I'd watch
0: that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but the the Meryl Streep she just did the um, Sondheim birthday thing and her Audrey McDonald and Christian Peransky did a live number of women who lunch and I remember reading or seeing an interview where they were terrified to do it live because they were like we don't know how this is going to be and it was so good <laughs>
1: It was so good. And they had to raise the key for Audra McDonald. So yeah. there was that. There was also, they were in their earpieces. And then we know when the live stream of Stephen Sondheim's birthday started, there was all these tech issues. Oh, so yeah. they were like an hour late.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Plus, it's such an iconic song, The Ladies Who Lunch. Yeah. So iconic. It was so um, good, I can't even though. imagine. But Audra McDonald wasn't worried. She was like, oh, she's bitch like I got this. What are you talking organic. about?
0: I, got <laughs> uh, I love her she her big broadway thing that made her popular was ragtime i believe and then she went into carousel master class everything like her career is amazing and then she's on the she was on the practice for a while i want to say so another show um on tv then she started moving into tv but i love her and christian baranski uh both of them with meryl street it was so good <laughs>
1: So Audra McDonald was at the Grove in Los Angeles, and my ex-boyfriend and I at the time, uh, we followed her all around because she was just shopping. She had bags. She went to the Gap, whatever. The Gap. She's like, can I help you? I love you. I listen to you every morning in the shower, and I just love you, and I want you to sing this, and I love this, and blah, blah, blah. And she was with her son. She put her son behind her. Thank you. Is that all? I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. I would have done this.
0: (laughs) She's like, who is the stalker? Not again.
1: (laughs) And I have to tell you, she's got booty, by the way. Booty booty booty. We didn't see it on, you know, under her Broadway costumes, but girl, she's got booty. She should do like a Broadway (laughs) turret contest. For the poor. Like okay, I would pay for, for
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So um I love asking this. What are some of your all because you can really tell somebody's personality and them yes. by their favorite movies? The top five, like their go tos. You can you can tell a lot about somebody. So I'm curious about yes. yours, Alexander. <laughs>
1: Uh, the women, the the black and white version of the women, which is the classic film with Rosalind Russell, oh, interesting. Um, Frida with Selma Hayek, Adam's Family Values, Requiem for a Dream. Um, what would the fifth be? Uh, Star Trek Two.
0: Oh, okay. You saw that there, are because I know you're a tr- Star Trek fan that they're coming Huge out with fan. a new show, Star Trek, but yes. it's supposed to be prior to Kirk, like throwback to it's, the it's original.
1: It's Captain Pike, uh, Rebecca Romaine Stamos, yeah. play, or Re- Rebecca Romaine sorry, not Stamos, Re- she plays Re- number one and then Ethan Peck comes back and he's the sexy, you know, new yeah. boy Discovery, he's playing Spock yeah. and it's all about their their journeys together and that Captain Pike <sighs> Photon torpedoes away, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but they're doing it in the style of the original Star yes. Star Trek, which I'm like, I'm it. living for I'm that. Shit, really? Yeah. Like
2: the original set, like the 60s kind of look? Yeah, that, that vibe, awesome.
0: yeah. Which I think is great yeah. because Picard. The TV show Picard that's out right now has been doing awesome. I mean, people are loving it. So I'm glad that they're keeping within the Star Wars or Star Trek, but throwing it to where it got its roots with the original Star Trek. I love that. I love that they're gonna be doing that. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, you know what? I just I was gonna talk to Bashi and Marion about this because we talked about it on the show, and I don't know if you watch this, but I have been putting it off watching this movie, and I was like, I know it's gonna be bad. But so I got super, super stoned last weekend, and Robbie and I watched Cats.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh was not any good? Tell me, tell me. I want to know.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. One, I was really high, and I text Bashingy because I was like, Bashy, I'm finally watching Cats. He goes, what do you think? I said, it's weirdly beautiful, but utterly disturbing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is,
0: it, I was like, why didn't they just keep the regular Broadway costumes? It would have worked perfectly. But it I was feel, creepy as fuck. Like, I watching like it high, things, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm going to have nightmares. I'm
2: going to have nightmares. I feel like there's enough movies like this now for Netflix to have, like, an Uncanny Valley <laughs> category. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> wouldn't, I would not like, watch all of them.
0: I would not have <laughs> cast Rebel Wilson as um, Jenny Dots. Like, that whole number was, I was so disappointed. I was like... And I Yikes. love the show. I'm probably one of the only people who love the
1: music. Me too. I Me really too. do. It has, it has great music. I don't like to watch the show, but I love to listen to the show.
0: But um, I think if you watch this movie with not knowing cats, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, is this a horror movie? Or, like, I don't know what's happening. Like, if you don't know cats already, you're going to be like, what, what the fuck? This makes no sense. Yeah.
2: And I've never seen it, so this would be my first and just story. Just like the favorite. way their
0: bodies were with this. It was weird. And then Judy Dench was wearing a fur coat. So it was like, is she wearing another yeah. cat over her body? Like, what is
1: going on? This is like cute. She's a cannibal. I know.
0: And then she's laying <laughs> you know, in like a cat bed and like flicking her tail. It was
1: weird. It was so weird. I want to see it so bad judy dench was cast in the original cast of cats and she was supposed to be the original one to sing memory but she uh she sprained her ankle and she couldn't do it
0: yeah i mean they had a lot of talent in the movie except for a few people um i don't know why they (laughs) cast rebel wilson and what's his name gordon no the uh yeah what's his name james james gordon (laughs) yeah i was like oh rough and then they had taylor swift doing the McCavity
2: song which yeah. i was like no it was weird <laughs> no no you
1: why
0: should did have they done like doing a,
2: this? a goggle box of you watching cats i know
0: i, yes. I was just Enjoying like i kept like having to be like is, am i awake is this a nightmare <laughs> what's happening i don't understand I'm like rob help <laughs> And he's like, this is so bad. It was just bad.
2: Where did you get this weed?
1: And I got
0: super high, like edible on top of weed. So I was like, it
1: still wasn't good.
0: No, I was hoping that was going to make it good, at least bearable. But no, it was like the worst thing you could possibly do. It was so bad. It was like watching the rent live which I cannot stand. I hated the rent. Oh, Oh, it was a nightmare. It was horrible. I hated it. Why did they cancel Valentina? I don't know. It was disrespectful to the role. All of that shit. I hated it. That's what it was like. It was like, they should have just left it alone. Leave cats alone. Let it be a weird stage show. That's what I Thank you. Did you get, did you see it, Alexander? (laughs) Have you seen it yet? Have you suffered through it?
1: So it's on my cue because like I said, I hit a wall and I'm like, you know what? This might be something, you know, if it's, if it's, bad enough if it's a good bad enough to be like a guilty pleasure but it doesn't even sound like that i did listen to the soundtrack though the minute it came out Mm -hmm. and i could tell right away i'm like oh they missed this even the instrumentation was was off and then taylor swift she was so out of place bad she was bad
0: well that was the other thing they changed up the music a bit to make it more modern and i was like no yeah no, no give me the 80s shit no none of this please yeah. no <laughs> jennifer hudson singing memories i was like oh my god can you overact anymore can you oh. yeah it,
1: it wasn't natural you know ever since she lost all that weight on weight watchers she hasn't had the same kind of voice and i'm afraid that's gonna happen to adele she's gonna come out with a new cd yeah. called goodbye and we're gonna be like no bitch <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I would be curious Alexander for you to watch Cats and get your yeah. viewpoints because I'm going to do it this weekend. Because though. you're a theater person and you know the show Cats. yeah So it'll be interesting to get your take on it. Um because it was bad.
1: <laughs> and I love the it show. On?
0: It I, we rented it. I rent I bit the bullet so and you spent paid money? money. Yeah, cuz I was like what else yeah. am I going to do? I'm going <laughs> <on> to <it.">
1: So <laughs>
2: I don't know. I might. I
0: might bite the bullet. I'm, I'm g- Bashy. Watch it, Stone, because and just commentate because I'm sure it'll be amazing when you watch it. It'll be, it is not a showgirl's bad. I'm gonna say that it is bad, bad Cause uh, I know. That's, that's bad. A good night, actually, I know because you know movies that are bad but they fall into the showgirl genre. I love bad? it. Yes. Yeah. Same. Like same. a
1: toys did, did you guys see Robin Williams' Toys? Yes, with Joanne Cusack,
2: Cusack? yes. I, yeah, yes it's I, so I, good.
1: It was like childhood, though. Did yeah. you watch it? Rewatch it, because it's not the best movie, but it's it's so... Bizarre. It's so delicious. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and LL Cool J in it, and Michael <laughs> DeBron, yes. Oh, I did yes. like forgot he was in it. That's yes. right. And Donald O'Connor from Singing in the Rain is in the beginning, too.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. And even, <laughs> yeah. What are some <laughs> of... <that>
0: <laughs> what are some of your other guilty pleasures that you love to watch that, like, like you're like, I'm not going to throw anybody I'm watching this, but.
1: All day, every day. I cannot go to sleep without. It could be four in the morning that I stumble home. I have to watch two episodes of Judge Judy every single goddamn day. Every day.
0: Okay, okay, RuPaul. <laughs> 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 Judge Judy, really? She Isn't she ending her show, though? Uh. She is. So
1: I, th- I think there's some drama behind the scenes because she did have like a 13-year contract. And I think things got a little fishy with CBS. Because she's not ending the show, she's doing a different kind of version. It's going to be called something different. It has a different oh, format. Yeah. Um. But I, I, to me, that that reeks of contract negotiation stuff. Oh. I think CBS is like we have so many years of episodes. We don't need to be paying you the millions of dollars to be doing new episodes. We just don't. Her her repeats hmm. are from nine years ago, and they're just as entertaining. Really? So yeah. I think there was some contract stuff.
0: Ah, so Judge That's Judy's your, your your guilty pleasure, which you love. Oh um, God, yeah. Are you caught up on Drag Race this season? What are you thinking yes. of this season so yes. far?
1: So you know, we're, it's, it's such a weird position because we know that the final four, not the final four, now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie Cox is back because Sherry yeah. Pie, you know, bye bye to Pie.
0: I know, and on um, the last. So but- on this episode, it was weird because they announced, like, "Are you Team Crystal? Are you Team Jada? Yes. Are you Team Gigi?" No Sherry Pie. It
1: was so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) And her social media, she hasn't posted anything since Mm -hmm. March. So she's been totally out of it. But I think this season, we have the most talented overall cast I have ever seen on any of the seasons. It's a difficult choice.
0: Yeah. And I think you can feel it, too, with the judges, especially on the newest episode that came out. Like when they did the Rusical, this new one that they did for the Vegas show. I was like, they're I mean, all they so good. <laughs> Who are they going to get rid of? All of them did a great job. They all looked amazing, and even the what, even the contestants that are no longer on, like Heidi and stuff like that. Yes. And you're like, oh, I everything. love I Heidi. I did too. She was yeah. so good on the show. But I'm really and glad. And one liners. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> but yes. I'm really yeah, gla- yeah. glad Crystal Methade is like made it to the top because I know Mariam and I were like, ah, oh, I love her. She's so weird. I love her.
1: I think she should have gone home. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to disagree. Yeah, that that like genie, the blueberry from Willy Wonka outfit. Like she the was the genie. No. I, I loved it. It was like the genie
0: from um, Pee Wee's Playhouse. And she looked it's so good. Blueberry
1: from Willy Wonka. Yeah. But she's but she's <laughs> that got doing, deflated like, on one side makeup. Yeah. I don't think what she's doing is drag. I think it's performance art. When you paint your whole face, like when she did the whole Burton Ernie type thing, oh, that's that. not drag. That's look at that Miriam.
3: Look at also. now Miriam's
1: awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh here I go oh you can't. can't hear you guys i'm trying yeah, to she's having technicals she's so having
2: she's technicals doing makeup. I, but
1: is I, the first thing to go in menopause hearing is the first thing <laughs> to go
0: <laughs> but it has been a great season i mean they have all the so queens good. have been so talented and it's a different vibe this this um what's it called this season like people are really stepping it up and it just feels it feel it's just a good vibe. That's why I'm loving this. Season and they're supporting
1: Google. each other on, yeah. on the show. We're seeing a competition where they can actually support each other and appreciate the differences. Yeah. You know, there's been some cattiness, which has to be on any show, but exactly. it's not like before where there's these wars. They are truly loving and supporting each other, and I think that's so important for the community uh, to see right now. You know, everybody's putting out uh, digital uh, stuff right now, and. I think we're being really supportive right now. We're guesting on other people's podcasts. We're yeah. sharing other people's posts. And that's something different than what's happened before this whole pandemic, where there was more competition. Now we're kind of like, yeah, we are all in this together.
0: Yeah, everybody's yeah. trying to do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or moving to different <laughs> platforms like, like this yep. and stuff. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how things go from here over the next few months and like, How especially film and TV, how that's going to evolve over the next couple months. It's going to be really interesting, but it is time for one of our favorite segments of the show, you guys. Let's see if it'll play.
3: Carol, for once in your life, shut your damn mouth. Yes, you
0: guys, it is time for Carol of the Week. And for people who don't know who Carol of the Week is, this is our segment where we get to gripe about anything we want. What's getting under your skin this week? What do you hate? What is bothering you? Get it off your chest. <laughs> that is our Carol. Um, so, Bashy, Mariam, do you guys have one? Think hard. I know Mariam does. Um, we
3: you, do do you want a Carol? Yes. yes. You hear me? I can't hear you guys. Um, yeah but um my carol is this doing technical doing uh, (laughs) doing any kind of online uh, content
0: for drag having to
3: record satellite i'm a live performer
0: yeah yeah Yeah.
3: online drag shows suck unpopular opinion (laughs) everyone's talented but it's just not the same
0: yeah (laughs) It's very true. It's very true. I mean, watching all of the queens going virtual, some of them do okay, but it is just not the same vibe as being at a live drag show. And that's what sucks. And and I know with our community, um, people miss that. It was like your night to go out, be with people like you, be around other be around drag queens and all Mm -hmm. of that good stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a little like frustrating not having that. And I think for people in the LGBTQ community, it was their safe haven. Being a yep. for some of them, it was it was their safe haven to go out to the gay bars. And not having that around them. Some
3: of us it's just work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For you, it was work. True. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the other thing. A lot of people it's we know it, that was their income. That was their livelihood. And now it's yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. And,
3: going from going from being a full time drag is yeah. your only income.
0: Yeah yeah it's hard it's been hard for people.
1: And the government's like a drag what? Unemployment, what? It's hard to be an artist.
0: Nashi, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a Carol this week? I
2: do. It's a little less serious, but <laughs> <Go> <laughs> um, ahead. I think everyone who still has money decided to renovate their house this week just this <laughs> so, week. All of fucking North Park is under construction. And like, I mean, they got bike lanes going in. Every third house has a go. Like, I hear hammers and jackhammers and shit all day long. And when you're also trying to do your day job over Zoom, it's not the most convenient thing. So. <laughs> i um, second
1: that. I didn't realize how many times gardeners <gasps> and trash people came out. Thank I did not know.
0: Oh my God! Do you know how many times I've been on a work Zoom call or on a conference call, and the freaking gardener? I'm like, weren't they just cutting the lawn yesterday? Or the garbage did, is coming I, like five times a week? I'm like, what I honestly the think fuck?
2: ours come twice a week. To I our know building. it's so. Annoying. I was like, wow! I didn't know you guys did this. Jesus Christ.
0: I think my (laughs) carol are the people, like when I go for my walks and runs during the day, the people who are not wearing masks and could give two shits about it, coughing everywhere, walking right next to you, and then giving you the stink eye because you are wearing a mask and trying to social distance. That bugs the shit out of me.
1: It's all of the influencers, the shirtless, muscle, big butt, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Christian underwear. And... They're taking these pictures of themselves looking gorgeous. And they're like, oh, my God, gaining so much weight during quarantine. My gym is closed. It's like, bitch, you look more amazing than I ever will in my life. Stop complaining, (laughs) Mr. Peck's.
0: I know seriously they're like I gained five pounds Ugh. I'm like oh shut Thank up
1: bitch I gained five pounds on the zoom call give me a break <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today Alexander
1: I can't uh, wait for you guys to come up to LA and come be on my show I yes know. absolutely that would be so much that. fun yes how so yes. how
0: do people find you how do they find the show where can they watch you every week give them the rundown
1: the easiest is on the com. We have the video and audio all there for you for free. Um, and you can cycle back through our library to five years ago. So on the com.
0: Yes. And you guys can watch them on Now Trending, which we're on. Yeah. Um, friends of the Podcast. And Bashi, how do people find you on social media?
2: I'm um, at say my name underscore bash. There you go. Running very fast from other people underneath you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Miss Maryam T, if you could hear me, how do people
0: find you? And give them the details for bingo later.
3: Uh, you can uh, find me on my website, com. You can always find me on Instagram at the Maryam T. Uh, bingo is at 4 o'clock Pacific uh, time. Uh, you can go to bingo.com <laughs> to buy your bingo cards. Uh,
0: Yes, and, um, you can... and I
3: won't be producing any online drag shows. Don't fucking ask me.
0: She's taking a break. <laughs> She's done. She one. is done. It sucks. I'm done.
3: <laughs>
0: you guys, wig today, I know, right? <laughs> are you gonna put a wig on? Are you done?
3: Do I look like I'm done?
0: No, no, no. Just to get under your skin, Miss Miriam T. <laughs> But you guys can follow the podcast at who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. We are who invited her ST on Facebook and Twitter. We love hearing from everybody. Email us at the gang. Uh, at the the gang. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to us right. everywhere. <laughs> and we are live on YouTube every Saturday at 1230. So subscribe, comment, all of that good stuff. Um, and today we're going to leave you with a song that Mexican Eric picked this week. And I actually, it's a remake of an old song, an old, um, Pointer Sisters song, Automatic, but, um, Ten Snake did a remix of it, and I actually really like it. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Um, oh, so. yeah. I cool, yes. Automatic. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what, Robbie, do you have something to add in? Hey, everybody. I'm here too. I just wanted to give a shout out to Michael Perry. I know you're a loyal listener. Oh, Michael tonight. Perry. Yay, and I, we love him. He's chatting with us on uh, YouTube
2: Live. Uh, so, hi.
0: Hi, Mike. Oh, yes, he's in Canada, right? Yeah. He's up there,
2: yeah. He, he that's right. so fast into frame, I thought he was going to body check. I know. I was like, oh, Rob, it's <laughs> not nighttime yet. Save that for the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is automatic, you guys. please.
0: Really? <laughs> like 10 Snake. Thank you again, Alexander. It has been an ab- ab- absolute pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I love your show.
2: Bye, everybody. Bye. We will see
0: you next week.
2: Bye. <laughs> tell me, look what you're doing to systems
3: run around. All I can manage to push from my lips is a stream of absurdity. Ever